Hey, this is Pastor Hubbard. I'm the pastor of Connecting Fellowship and welcome to Life on the Ship. Thank you for joining us. I pray this sermonic discussion inspires you and empowers you to connect with the true and living God. Enjoy the message. You'll find these words from the pen of David in Psalms 37, reading from the modern English version on today. The word of God says, do not fret because of evildoers, nor be jealous of those who do injustice. For they will quickly wither like the grass and fade like green herbs. Trust in the Lord. And do good. Dwell in the land and here it is practice faithfulness. Delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in him and he will. Somebody shout he will. And he will bring it to pass. I want to begin the first installment of this series, How to Have the Best Year of Your Life. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, we're going to be all right. Amen. You can be seated. We're going to be all right. The bar of the words of Kendrick Lamar. We're going to be all right. To borrow the words of Ty Tribute, we're going to be all right. Would you just tell that to your neighbor? Neighbor, we're going to be. We're going to be all right. And I want you to see this, how we're going to be all right. It is formed in this way. We're going to be all right because of the challenge of every year. We're going to see it in the text. We're going to be all right because of the counsel to experience the best year. It's found right here in this text. And then we're going to see the conclusion (laughs) to an unbelievable year. Right here in this passage. For 14 years, family, I have endeavored to encourage and empower this congregation and the people of God that a better life is possible. I said it's possible. But the truth of the matter is this better life is full of challenges. Anybody in here? Anybody know, can testify that my 22 was filled, that I had some unexpected things to show up on the horizon that uh, altered my disposition, had some financial issues, I had family issues, I had some crisis, I had some health challenges, we had some challenges. And David says that we every year. 
David opens this tremendous text with three words. Do not fret. Are y'all listening to me? He says, do not fret. These are indeed three powerful words that set the atmosphere, the direction, and the dimension of life's journey. Do not fret. We have challenges, Miss Elizabeth. Do not fret. We're going to have some family issues and concerns, but the word that David says is do not fret. We're going to have some local issues and some national issues and some world issues that will our beliefs and our key. But David says to each and every one of us, I don't care what comes, I don't care what, do not fret. Do not fret. David, this shepherd boy, this 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 young man who becomes king, who defeats a giant by the name of Goliath, understands the power of getting all worked up over issues we cannot control. David understands the power of fretting. To fret, my brothers and sisters, not something. To fret means to worry or anxious about something. To fret means to have one's mental state altered by people, problem, and predicaments. I've come at the start of a brand new year to remind somebody that we face this challenge every time the clock and the calendar partner together to usher in a brand new year. My brothers and sisters, my brothers and sisters, in a very real sense, this is the challenge of every new year. If we're not careful, we will bring the baggage and all of the pain and all of the problems, the stresses and the strains from an old into a new year. They're not going to help me today. And then we wonder why things are happening to us and why they're not happening for us. Believe that life can be better for you. That life can be filled with love and laughter, labor and liberty if we would just make some adjustments. Somebody say make some life adjustments. David says do not fret. In other words, he's telling us don't worry. Do not worry. These three words are the preparation and the foundation of starting a great year. My brothers and sisters, do you not understand that worry is a terrible thing? I said, worry will cause you to miss your blessings. Worry will rob you of your joy. Worry will cause you sleepless nights. Worry will have you pacing the floor all night long. Worry will keep you from trusting. Worry will kill you. Dr. Alexis Carroll, a Nobel Prize winner in the field of medicine, said, those who do not know how to be young. Y'all didn't hear me? I said Dr. Alexis Cowbell Prize winner in the field of medicine says those who do know how to fight worry die young. And I don't know about you, but death is not in my immediate future. I said I've decided that I'm not worrying about what I do and don't do. I learned a long time ago how to come to testify today that I am a fighter. I had to learn how to bozos in school. 
I had to learn how to fight enemy foreign and domestic in the military. And all of my life, I've had to fight one of the toughest battles. Uh, but I've learned in 2022 how to fight worry. Can I help somebody? I've decided that worry would not be the cause of my demise. That worry would not be what the coroner writes on my death certificate. Worry would not be the reason why my heart failed or the cause of my stomach ulcers or and my high blood pressure. I've decided this year that worry will not disturb my peace. People will not steal my joy. I said coming into this new year with a joy that cannot be stolen and a peace that cannot be shaken. Oh my goodness, I said this joy that I have, the world can give it to me and the world can't take it away. This that I have, the world didn't give it to me, the world can't take it away. I'm about to shout my own self. Nobody's going to steal my joy. You're not going to steal my joy. Don't steal my joy. Nobody. I come to sort of notice that nobody's going to make Nobody's going to raise my stress level. I'm laying it. Oh, Lord, have mercy. I, I don't know what you come to do. But I come to lay it down. Because the joy that I have. The world didn't give it to me. And if they didn't give it to me. No, I can't take it away. Touch your neighbor and say, they can't have it. Oh, you got to tell them like you mean and say, they can't have it. They can't have it. They can't have it. They can't have it. I'm about to have the best year of my life. I'm about to have the best year of my life because I'm choosing to live a life that's free of worry. Free of worry and stress. But wait a minute, there's a second powerful principle in the passage on how you and I can have the best year of our life. David says you got to you got to practice the counsel to experience the best year. It's right here in the past. Not only do we have to have preparation, that's deciding not to worry. Deciding not to, deciding not to stress out. Deciding not to let bills overwhelm us. Deciding not to let people get on your nerves. Deciding not to let people decide what, what they're not going to do. You, that's the proper preparation. And the foundation choose not to worry. But we all focus. Here it is right here in the text. Not only does it take preparation, it also takes focus. It takes focus to have the best year of life. Don't miss that. These two work together. It is the ability to prepare yourself and the discipline of focus. That propels us to a preferred future. What kind of life do you really want? Do you really want to have joy that the world can't take? Do you really want to have peace that the world can't take? Then you decide on what kind of future you want. Are y'all listening to me? Uh, But when you have lost focus, in this case, focus on God. Our attention. Direction. For our lives be cluttered, and we cannot hear the voice of God. Nor can we amongst us. When we have lost focus, we start asking God to bless us. Listen now, because of what we see others with, and what others may possess. You see, that's the issue in the text. That's the problem in the passage. The people of God have gotten all worked up because of evildoers. 
God's people have become worried about evildoers and they become jealous and envious of those who are living unjust lives. And when this happens, our identity is soon determined not by our spiritual connection with God, but by our social settings. Are y'all listening to me? Oh, but when preparation and focus come together, they become an unstoppable force. I say they become an unstoppable force. You will become rooted in God and stable in your faith. That's when you encounter wickedness that gives the appearance of success. But you won't be affected by it. The psalmist says that the prescription to the best year of your life is not to worry, but add trust to the equation. You don't have to worry because if you trust God, then you know that he's preparing a better future for you. It's in the text. Trust in the Lord. It's the counsel to a better year. If we trust in the Lord, we can sleep much better. If we trust in God, we'll be able to deal with tomorrow with a different perspective. If we trust God, we won't worry about bills and burdens. David said, put your trust in the Lord. Now I want you to notice that he does not say place your trust in political candidates. He does not say trust in the president or the governor or the mayor. Because here it is, truth of the matter is they possess some power. But I declare that, that, that you can trust God because God has all power. Oh, I wish I had some folk in here who know without a shadow of a doubt that God has all power. The power that the president has, the power that the governor has, the power that the mayor has, they only have it on loan. It's just been given to them. And when God says your power has been diminished, you ought to ask Trump. uh Uh-oh, did I say that? Your power is gone. We cannot go into the new year trusting political parties. Because I've discovered that one party, uh, that one party takes us for granted. And the other just takes us. Help me somebody. (laughs) I know I'm right about it. People do what's in their best interest. And not and and, and not what they ought to do. Touch your neighbor and say, neighbor, trust in the Lord. Oh, wait a minute. Let let me add this to the New Year gumbo. How many of y'all having gumbo today? Nobody? Come over to the house. We're going to have some. I see you. I see. I heard some steak. All right. Well, let me just add this spice to your steak. Let me add this, add this ingredient to your gumbo. Uh, he says not only should we trust God, but the text. And David says, with your trust, do some good. <laughs> Somebody ought to holler, do good. David counsels that while we are trusting in the Lord, do good. I said, do good. Whenever and wherever you have the opportunity, do good. We, we do good by practicing faithfulness. You ought to do good because God has never turned his back on you. You ought to do good because God opens doors for you that nobody can stop. You ought to do good because God, when God gets ready to take you higher, nobody can block it. And when you trust in him and do good, 
Oh, like the psalmist says in, 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 in one, he'll prepare a table before you in the presence of your enemies. Can I shout somebody today? If we trust in him and do good, we gonna be all right. Can I get a witness here? We're gonna be all right because God always makes a way for those who stay with him. So this year you ought to determine uh, to meditate on God's word. Find pleasure and delight in what God has said over your life. When your spirit is consumed with the word of God, can I get one witness that you can respond to life's challenges with an arsenal of biblical wisdom. I said, I believe God is going to make you wiser day by day. The psalmist says in chapter one that those who delight in the Lord and meditate on his scriptures, you will yield fruit in season. Can I get a witness here? He says your leaves will not wither. And the work of your hands will prosper. Yeah. This means you, my brothers and sisters. Yeah. You are the person that the psalmist is describing. Yeah. And what a gift. What a promise in the new year. So focus your mind on how you can shower praise on God who makes all things possible. Yeah. The psalmist says in verse number four, delight yourself yeah. in the Lord. You see, you are the person that the psalmist is talking to. You are the person that the psalmist is encouraging in 2023. What a promise. What an affirmation for this brand new year. You ought to wake up telling yourself, delight yourself in the Lord. I said you ought to tell yourself every time that your feet hit the floor, every time that your eyes open to behold a brand new day, delight yourself in the Lord. The psalmist invites us to work and worship yeah. instead of worry. Yeah. But can I argue my case this morning real quickly like a prosecuting attorney? Uh, has God worked miracles in your life? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Then why should you worry? That's right. That's right. Let me ask you, can I, can I push my case a little bit further? Has, has God done a mighty work in your world? Yeah. Then why should you worry? Gabby uh, and Andrew Wilkes in their outstanding work, Reflections on the Work of Liberation, said, worry about social and material things is real. But so is our spiritual agency to choose wonder over worry and astonishment over anguish. In other words, truth of the matter is sometimes we forget all the things that God has protected us from. All the things that he's delivered us from. All of the things that he's brought us from. And all of the things that he's taken us from. We forget how God restored us and renewed us. We forget how God blessed us and enlarged us. But I come by this morning to tell somebody that God is a merciful God. Can I get a witness here? He's a God who is merciful, who is is faithful in all of his ways. And we owe God, I said, our gratitude. And our, we owe God, here it is, our memory. We owe him our memory. That's what it means to delight. When we give him our memories. When we think about all that the Lord has done for us. I wish I had somebody who would just go down memory lane. Somebody said, back down memory lane. Oh, I'm sorry, I saw I had a flashback. 
I had a flashback. A young lady said, go back. Sometimes we got to go back down memory lane. We got to go back to where God found us. We got to go back to where God lifted us up. We got to go back to where God changed our lives and saved our soul, forgave us of our sins. Not one time, but... But many times, time, we feel sometimes like Peter when, when they ask, how many times should I forgive my brother? He said 70 times, seven. And sometimes God has forgiven us more times than we really need. But somebody ought to go down memory lane and say, thank you, Lord, for forgiving me of every sin. Thank you, God, for lifting me when I couldn't lift myself. Thank you, God, for giving me a peace that surpasses all understanding. Thank you, God, for guarding my heart and my mind. This text, this text is tailored to teach us that God is up to good things in our lives. God is the only one. God is the designer of not only good things, but here it is, good years. If we follow his commands. Can I help somebody today? The best is yet to come. I said the best is yet to come. If we partner with God, God will ensure that our needs and even some of our wants will be supplied. I'm talking to somebody who's struggling to make sense of the pain and the tragedy and the unexpected of last year. But I've come by God's heavenly ambassador to remind somebody, anybody, everybody that God does not always explain himself to us. Even in those moments when we cannot appreciate. But I've come to understand that He just tells us who he is. He reminds us that he is good all the time. That he is wise in all of his ways. And he's faithful in every occasion. And he is in control at all times. Oh, I got to say that one more time. I said he is in control at all times. Oh, that felt good to me. I got to say it one more time. You might not appreciate it, but he is in control at all times. Thank you for listening. Tune in next week for another uplifting and inspiring message by Pastor Hubbard and the staff of Life on the Ship. For more information about our church, go to connectingfellowship.org. We are Connecting Fellowship connecting people to Christ, church, and community. Thank you again for listening. Have a great week, and God bless you.